What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. So, what's up, everyone? I'm your host, Tiffany Hoyt, and you're listening to Hogs Havens Riled Up. We're riled up to bring you the hottest Washington football team topics with the twists. I'm here with my co-host, my girl, Alana Bearfield. What's up, Alana? I'm doing okay, Tiffany. The more important question is, how are you doing? Because I know, (laughs) I don't know, because there's a huge game that's happening this Sunday. We're going up against Philly. In order to make the playoffs, we need to win. And everyone is going to be watching this huge game. Right. Everyone's going to be tuned in to see what happens in the lackluster NFC East. (laughs) It's going to be down to the Cowboys in Washington. Washington with the win in Carolina um, would have elevated their chances. They pretty much would have signed, sealed, delivered it to the playoffs. However, they didn't win. They dropped from a 70% chance of making the playoffs to a 50% chance. And it's going to come to a coin toss. Is, are the Cowboys going to win or lose? And if the Cowboys win, is Washington going to win in, in Philly against the Eagles? Uh, we're going to get into all those scenarios with our guest, Ryan Rees. Ryan is a junior at the Savannah College of Art and Design. He's studying film and television. With future aspirations of getting into the film and television industry as a director, producer, and writer. So this is a young budding guy. Uh, You know, we have had so many people reach back for us that we're all about reaching back for other people. So with that being said, um, we're glad to have Ryan on the show. Uh, He's next up. His hometown is in Dallas, Texas, you know, where those 
uh, cowboys are from. Well, without further ado, uh, welcome to the show, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on today. Honestly, everything is up in the air when we think about the Washington football team, especially when we think about the playoffs. What right. scenarios where Washington makes it to the playoffs? What do you think? What is from your expertise? Where do you think we <laughs> where we go well, from here? Yeah, that's a good question. Honestly, it's, it's a pretty straight path uh, for Washington. Um, all they have to do is just beat the Eagles. Um, that's, that's, that's number one. And it's very doable for this Washington football team, especially with that defense against that Eagles offense. It shouldn't be that hard of a game. But they are, Eagles are a different team with Jalen Hurts. So, you know, we have to wait and see. But yes, uh, Washington football team needs to make sure we beat the Eagles. And then from there, um, if the Cowboys win, uh, let's say the Cowboys win against the Giants. Um, Washington still will go because they beat Dallas, you know, both times. Um, now let's say the Giants win and Washington loses, then the Giants will make it to the playoffs um, simply because of they have more head-to-head -head wins in the division. Um, but ultimately, um, it really just, as long as Washington beats the Eagles, they're pretty much in. So just need to make sure we take care of those filthy Philadelphia Eagles this week. Yeah, those dirt. Those are the real dirty birds for us. That's the real dirty birds. Um, with that being said, like I just kind of want to get in. It's such a hot topic right now. Um, can Alex Smith lead this team in the playoffs? Like, let's say we beat all those scenarios out. We win in Philly because mm -hmm. that's all we need. Because we beat the Cowboys twice already. We we went out right. Can Alex Smith and his is bionic leg really can really? he can he take us the distance well i think alex smith is 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 what he is at this point um he really kind of resonates with the whole vibe of the team because him you know coming back from that nasty leg injury ron rivera battling cancer um this team just is filled with people who don't quit and one thing about alex smith obviously he does not quit now he he isn't a superstar he isn't what he was i would say in his old days um but he still is a great player, and I still think he's a great game game manager, especially with that uh, that Washington defense. Um, I, I truly do think that it it would be a long shot, but I truly do believe that there definitely is a possibility that Washington could upset a team this year in the playoffs. They definitely could. I mean, Alex Smith has been the backbone of this team. And especially since he's now put into the game. Um, we've been seeing that the Washington football team has transitioned and changed a little bit, at least on the field. I mean, not a right. lot. I mean, with everything with Haskins, but uh, there, there's a future for the Washington football team. So if they make the playoffs, do they win a game? Do they even last? Do they stay? Do they fight? What happens? Well, that's another great question. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's no surprise that the NFC East is not the greatest division in the world right now, right? Um, and so with that being said, a lot of teams are looking at the NFC East, especially in that wild card, wild card round. Like that might be almost like another bye week, I, especially those Bucks. Um, I, I do think that it's going to come down to Bucks versus Washington um, in that in that wild card round. Um, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. The Bucks have a good team, but to, let's be honest. The Bucs are an amazing team, but their cohesion isn't the best. Um, obviously, they, you know, they have multiple guys kind of with different play styles. It's a lot of weapons on that team. Um, but I, I am confident that 
Washington could at least make it a decent game. Um, that is going to be a tough one to win. Um, and personally, um, let's say Washington somehow shocks the world and beats the Bucks, right? I don't know how much further they would go from there, genuinely, which is the strength of the NFC. Um, with you have the Packers, the Saints. Um, and so we, we'd have to just wait and see. But I definitely think that, I, you know, the Bucks. They've, there's been some times this year where the Bucks haven't looked that good. So, well, I have to agree. I think that um, unless Tom Brady is able to be that guy that we've all seen him be over our lifetime, then um, we might have a shot to get it done. Because he'll go one game, he'll have four interceptions, right. and then he'll go another game and have four touchdowns in the first half. So it just depends on what Tom Brady we get that day. Um, because I, I do believe that our defense will withstand. Our offense is so, I, for lack of a better word, lackluster. And it, it just has been for the entirety of the season. And that's where we could end up losing up. But, you know, if we're riding a good wave <laughs> after a Philly win, and maybe we can figure it out against the Bucks. But that, that will be a steep climb. I'm going to be realistic on that. I think that's right. going to be a steep climb. However, um, I do want to get into the entirety of the playoffs because we're football fans here. So we want, we want to get your predictions on the AFC and NFC championships. Who do you think is going to be in those um, showdowns? Um, man, um, in the NFC, um, I think the Saints are definitely going to be there. Um, now that other team is 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 the interesting question. Um, now I would personally love to see Bucks and Saints go at it, but um, I think realistically we're probably going to see Packers versus Saints in that NFC Championship game. Um, and in the AFC, Chiefs versus whoever. <laughs> uh, Chiefs probably versus maybe the Bills. <laughs> what do you think about the Saints of what they're doing on the field right now? What what's working for them? Ooh, the Saints. I mean, that's just a great football team. And a lot of those guys have played together, especially with Sean Payton and his system for quite a few years now. Um, of course. That team is just filled with ballers on both sides of the ball. Um, and Kamara is playing out of his mind this year. Um, you know, Taysom even held it down when Drew was out. I'll be honest, I didn't think he was that crazy of a quarterback. Um, thought he was a great athlete, but hey, he proved me wrong. Um and I just think Sean Payton with that team and that way that defense has been playing this year. Um, and a couple, they have some young studs on that team. Yeah, they're just, a, they're just an amazing team and well coached too, so. Now you just spoke to Taysom and having a great backup quarterback and, and you have him backing up the great, the legend Drew Brees. Right. Washington of the last several years has been unable to get that that type of guy. Now I know that we had Alex Smith for um, the part of a season and he, he did well for us, but in, in totality, our team has not been able to get a consistent quarterback and then a consistent backup to that quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your predictions on Washington in the off season? Do we take a free agent? Do we try and draft someone? If so, who? Um, uh, we, we have a very low first round pick do we right. take another chance at trying to get a guy at number 15 and then find out we have to cut him two years later? Right. You know, it's interesting uh, with the way that the, there's a couple ways that they could go. Um, you know, 
in the off season, it's really important. You can make a few moves and you could completely change your, your football team. I mean, look at the dolphins this year, right? Um, going from five, 11 last year to what, 10 and five right now. Um, but to answer your question, specifically speaking on quarterbacks, I would say um, someone I really like for Washington would be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, especially, I think, you know, his contract goes up um, this year, I believe. And so he's an unrestricted free agent. So that'd be a really good move, I think. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, obviously, you know, the writing's on the wall over there. The fact that they're using him as like a relief pitcher almost <laughs> by starting to him and just letting him finish out games is kind of crazy. Um, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a great fit in Washington. Um, Well-coached, you know, team over there, especially, obviously. And I think him being a veteran and a journeyman, I think that could just plug right into Washington until maybe you get, a, you know, just to hold it down until we get a, a, a more maybe exciting quarterback, I should say. But another order, other quarterback options, Jacoby Brissett from the Colts, he and Phillip Rivers, both Colts quarterbacks are going to be unrestricted free agents this offseason. Um, this might kind of scare some people. Jameis Winston, another free agent. Now, I don't know if I'd start Jameis Winston, but I think, hey, he could be a good backup. I think he probably, he would be able to do what Kyle Allen's been able to do, I think, at least, right? Um, so, yeah, those are, those are some free agent options. One interesting option real quick. It could be Dak Prescott. Now, that, you know, that, that, that's a long shot, right? But, you know, with his injury, um, he'll more than likely be franchised, you know, get that franchise tag again. Um, but, you know, if anything, I think if the Cowboys franchise tag him, I don't really think he's going to want to stay there. You know, we've seen it with Kirk Cousins here in Washington, right? Um, so I think, you know, if Dak Prescott gets franchised again, I would put Washington on that short list for sure. I have to agree you know, with Dak Prescott. Um, I'm going to let you ask your question, Alana, but I have to go in right now because I know go our, ahead. Fans listening, <laughs> our fans listening are like, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, what I will say about Ryan, <laughs> right, he has a 10, he's like an athlete um, to the extent where he'll just, he'll get it in his head that he's that guy and then he's right. that guy, but he is still Ryan Fitzpatrick and he's still that journeyman so I don't think we can we need a five-year type of guy we need someone who is going to build up this team um but with that being said there's nothing wrong with having a Ryan Fitzpatrick because you Mm -hmm. see what he's done in with the Dolphins but um to Washington's point they've done it they're almost in the playoffs with Dwayne Haskins at the helm for majority of the season um, we have guys, we don't even know their names at the hill. We're, we're like the Broncos on, on steroids yeah. as far as trying to figure out this quarterback this season. Um, but, um, I, I understand what you're saying as far as we, we need to get someone in there, but I, I just don't see coach Rivera putting a lot of stock in a guy like Jameis Winston. Right. Cause I don't, I don't know how that would separate us from having Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I, I can see some wins there, but this team is already uh, on the cusp of a playoff game. Right. So, but I absolutely love your Dak Prescott um, view because we we could use a guy like that. He's a and baller. He is franchised. He, yeah, he is a baller. I genuinely don't think, unless the Cowboys give him a contract this offseason, I really don't think that he's going to be there for the long term, which kind of sucks, you know, for Prescott fans because, you know, he's um, – you know, he's, he's, he's a good guy, great player. So what feel how you feel about, you know, the Cowboys, he's, you know, he's a good player. Um, now you did say 
thinking about you want like a long-term option. So I know that, you know, that tends to happen in the draft. Not always, obviously, with Haskins, but, you know, there, there are some guys this year in the draft at the quarterback position who are pretty solid. Um, it just depends on where Washington ends up with their draft pick. So, like, let's say they are in the wild card, then they're going to have pick, like, number 19, because that's, like, 19 through 24 is the wild card picks, basically. Um, but if they if they don't, let's say by some travesty, they don't make the playoffs, right, then they're going to have a top 15 pick. Um, so then you could probably get into that Trey Lance, you know, Mac Jones conversation. Mac Jones at Alabama, Trey Lance at North Dakota State, or even Kyle Trask if you're in the lottery picks range. If you're like you're seeing that pick 19, I could see them going for maybe Kyle Trask or Mac Jones. So there's some options for Washington. There's definitely some options. And what was interesting that you mentioned about what the Washington football team has to think, you know, outside the box, like they might feel scared about their options because it is, you know, putting kind of like a wild card in it, if, if you must right. say, you know. Um, so speaking of wild card, like what is your wild card predictions? I mean, really, really outside the box, possibly maybe they could think about it, but but they're on the edge of their seat. Okay. Well, hmm. that's interesting. You know, I think, you know, the Colts aren't in the, they're in the playoff hunt. Um, and they're pretty, they're a pretty interesting team. They're in a must win situation. So let's say they win their game this week. And then the, um, let's say they win their game this week. And then the Dolphins or the Browns or the Titans lose and they're in the playoffs. And I think the Colts, They've had their ups and downs, but the way that T.Y. Hilton's been playing towards the end of this season is, and, this, and just the way that team has been moving, I think that they, they might be able to shock, you know, somebody. Because there's always going to be that one team every playoffs that goes way farther than we think. Um, that was the Titans last year, um, you know. But I don't know. This this year, I don't, I don't know if the wild card is going to be super – super crazy. You know, I think, you know, the Cardinals might be a team that might shock you in the NFC um, because they just have talent. Um, I'm just never going to doubt DeAndre Hopkins. And then me being a Dallas boy, I've been watching Kyler Murray play since, you know, he was at Allen High School, so he doesn't lose. (laughs) But uh, yeah. Well, definitely, I definitely have to agree with you. I think the Colts are an interesting team. But like you said, I don't think there are any toss-ups this season. I think because of COVID and everything that happened, uh, quarterbacks sitting out, I don't think anyone saw the Patriots being what they are right now with Cam Newton. But I will say that Cam has not been the same since he tested positive for COVID. Um, So I don't know if that had any implications, if there's an asterisk next to the season. But that's just um, new charted, uncharted territory for all sports and just people in general under um, these new – COVID guidelines and such. But I, I have to agree. I would like to see Kyler Murray kind of get his shot because I think that's a budding team. It's good that Larry Fitzgerald now has somebody to throw him the ball. Yeah. And real um, quick, one more, one more team. Mm-hmm. I think that my one of my favorites teams um, is the Bills probably. The Bills look really great in the AFC, but yeah. Yeah, they – I just watched their last game. Who were they playing? I don't even know who they – who were they playing? Were they playing the Patriots? You were correct. It was the Patriots. Okay. So it was the Patriots. Yeah. And that's how lackluster the Patriots were against the Bills. But Josh Allen, he is tearing up the field right now. Uh, so that's a guy that 
You know, when he's coming out in the draft, you heard things and you're like guessing, yeah. oh, is he going to be a guy? That draft class, they did pretty well. All their quarterbacks are um, kind of holding their own. So I do, I do want to give a shout out to Josh Allen because he put on a show four touchdowns, 320 yards, 27 for 36. Uh, that's what Washington needs. We need a 27 to 36 four touchdown type of guy, especially since we have Terry McLaurin. Um, I think we have the pieces running back. We talked earlier this week with um, another guest on our show, Marcus Matthews. And he was saying, you know, we're pretty okay at running back. And I do have to agree. That is not the area where I am um, the most nervous. I'm most nervous for like offensive line and the quarterback yeah. position. Cause if you don't get that offensive line and quarterback position, uh, then you're gonna struggle a lot in this league offensively because you're going against the you're going against the Ravens you're going you're going against uh, the Giants who have had a rich history of dominant defenses you're going against Philly you're going against the NFL the National Football League and if it's one thing they do well is win championships with the defense um, so I think our offense has to get it under control uh, with that being said however. Um, there's been a lot of discussion around where we should go in this next draft. And I do want to look forward to the draft because I know we're missing a lot of pieces. Like there's a chance we can make it to the playoffs, but what is the likelihood that we're going to win a playoff game right now? And that's just being absolutely realistic to where we are. Do you take an offensive lineman in the first and then continue to take cornerbacks and uh, try and get a free agent quarterback or do you take a cornerback in the beginning? Because that's our, I'm going to tell you, our, our weak spots are the secondary, the offensive line, the tight end position, and we could use a, we could use a big guy. We can use a larger wide receiver. Well, um, I definitely don't think that there's a, a talented enough tight end this year to take in the first round, at least at where Washington would be sitting. Um, of course, there's that Jordan kid, he's a tight end at Miami, but I think y'all can probably get him in the second round. Um, but for first round, a first round pick, um, uh, you, there's, there's so many different places they could go. Um, you know, Michael Parsons, but he probably would be gone. But if he is in Michael Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State would be interesting. Um, but you said cornerback, I know um, Patrick Sertain, a great cornerback at Alabama. That would be a really intriguing pick, but I know a lot of teams are going to want that kid um, on the team. I say kid, we're pretty much the same age, but uh, yeah, Patrick Sertain, I think I think he'd be he'd be a good pickup for Washington or um, Caleb Farley. Um, he's the cornerback at Virginia Tech, I believe, and he's he's pretty talented as well. Um, so those are two options. Make you know, make your strength your strength. Um, Saw the Cowboys needed defensive help. They went with CeeDee Lamb on the offense, and that offense is ridiculous now. So you could do the same thing in Washington, but with your defense. So, Yeah, you definitely could. I mean, there's a lot of options out there, um, and hopefully that they do think outside the box and look at players that they've never really thought about before because, like you said, the Washington football team needs a change. They need a shift quickly. Um, and we're thinking about the future. So we're thinking about having someone that come in, not just for two years, but we're looking for the longevity of everything. We're looking at five years, you know? Uh, and so when we think about the future and we look at the future of the NFL, NF, 
see east i mean what does the future look like altogether for the nfc east and does you know those certain teams recover by next season man um so yeah i think like i said before i do think teams have potential to turn stuff around now granted this division is pretty bad right now um it's crazy the fact that the fact that we're talking about you know, there's three possible teams in this division that can make the playoffs at this point with all losing records is just pretty ridiculous. But um, again, I'll say, look at the Dolphins, five and 11, 10 and five right now. There's more examples of that. Uh, you know, the Bills were always on the kind of cusp for years and now they're finally emerging. So one good offseason could obviously transform a team. So I do believe that certain teams are not that far. Like, for example, I do believe that you know, I do believe that Washington has one of the best defenses potentially in the NFL. Um, and so they could definitely, they're building it by, you know, they've added so many first round investments to their defensive line um, at this point. Their front seven is ridiculous. Those are some ballers. And uh, I think that if they, you know, if they just add to that offense, I really do think Washington could turn it around. Um, also, the Cowboys will be another intriguing team because they're, they are talented. Um, you know, they, their defense is probably one of the worst in the NFL, um, however, and their offense is absolutely amazing. And if they would have had, you know, Dak Prescott this season, they probably would have went a little bit differently for them. Um, also, their offensive line has been hurt. So I think if the Cowboys come back healthy. That could be another intriguing team. The Giants... I don't know. They're interesting. I didn't even think they would, you know, without Saquon, I didn't think they would do much, but they've already, you know, they've surprisingly done more than I thought they were capable of. So, you know, when Saquon comes back, we'll see what happens there. And with the Eagles, we'd have, we just have to see, honestly, that team injury prone receivers. Um, I don't, you know, Jalen Hurts finally got the starting job. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. I think it's real interesting in the NFC East because all these teams in theory, in, based off their history, except for Washington over the last, I mean, since the 1990s, um, these are really, they, they've shown to be really good teams uh, or solid, um, solid programs that always tend to make it to the playoffs or bounce back after a year being down. Mm -hmm. So I think that the NFC East, um, there's a lot of turnover there. So we're seeing a product of their turnover. So this is a down year. I hope to see a better um, group of teams next year because it was very interesting. It was looking like the winner was going to have to win four games and they were going to win the NFC East. That's how it was looking. Uh, so, <laughs> so that was really, that was really tough. However, um, because we have, and it, I really, this speaks to the defenses that come out of the NFC East. Chase Young is predicted to be that defensive rookie of the year. What are your thoughts on Chase Young? Does he have that sign still delivered? He's done. And then what are your thoughts on that offensive guy? Um, you know, I just he's a beast. I mean, Chase Young is who who he is. Um they took him at that pick for a reason. He's he definitely was one of the, you know, probably the best player in his draft. Um, you know, I will say when he first came out and they were saying he was better than the Bosa's, I was a little intrigued. I just had to wait and see, but 
he matches up with them pretty well. And, and him winning defensive rookie of the year, the types of plays that he's made um, that are not on the stat sheet even, just his presence is definitely felt, especially with that talented defensive line. So. I have to agree. And I know offensively they were talking about um, Justin Herbert, Tua. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. Do you do you think Tua gets it for offensive rookie of the year? I I like Tua a lot, but I don't know if I would give it to him. Give it to him. Um, I don't know. There's been some really good rookies. Uh, um, man, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, I really liked um, Justin Jefferson, honestly. I know okay. he's a receiver, um, but Herbert. Herbert, you know, I think is probably going to go ahead and get that, especially just how he's been playing um, at the quarterback position. He looks like super poised already for his, you know, his, for him to be this early in his career. So. Yeah, I have to agree. I think it's Herbert's for the taking. Um, I think that it's not going to really come down to a showdown. And I mean, except that someone does like super incredible in the in the playoffs but i think offensively it's going to go to herbert and i think defensively it's going to go to chase young uh, i want to leave our conversation here but i want to ask you one final question uh who do you believe is going to win this final game for washington of the regular season um i think washington will just pretty much should win this last game um i don't think it'll be that challenging for them um now, granted, I, is Alex Alex Smith is coming back, correct? Yes, he'll oh, be back. Yeah, okay, cool. As long as he's playing, it's y'all should, you know, it's it's a it's a dub. <laughs> like I really okay. don't, I really don't see them having too much problems. Um, yes, I understand they're at Philly, um, but they're just not a very good team right now. They're banged up as well. Um, yes, Jalen Hurts is their, you know, is the new starter, but he's gonna have his growing pains. And with, you know, Smith just being way, way better than Haskins, um, you know, and that defense, and he'll game manage it. I, I think it'll be pretty, a pretty, pretty good game for Washington. A pretty good game. And I know that you mentioned that you're a Dallas man also. Um, so Cowboys versus Giants. Uh, Cowboys has been on a three-game winning streak. What do you got? Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I feel like that's just more so, I guess, Dalton's becoming a lot more um, confident in himself, I guess. Um, that team is terrible. Um, they're pretty bad. Worst defense in the NFC. I would not be surprised if they lose to the Giants, but with the way that they have been playing, they do have the hot hands. So, you know, we'll see. That game is a, a toss up. Genuinely, I have no idea with those teams. <laughs> well, I have to say, I agree. Um, that's a toss-up. The Cowboys have looked pretty terrible. I'm trying to. I'm kind of interested in how they've won the last couple games. I've watched it, but it's kind of been like, is yeah. this real? Uh, but well, like I think, you said, well, I think their defense is just. I think the Cowboys' defense just honestly is just playing actually a little bit all right. These past few weeks, they are starting to play some real defense. So, um, yeah, I think Derek that's probably. Jerry said, you see what happened to that guy, Dwayne Haskins? That's going to be all you guys. Oh, really? <laughs> if anybody's going to talk, it's going to be Jerry. That's for it's sure. It's going to be Jerry. Uh, well, I want to, again, leave the conversation there. Thank you so much, Brian. Can you give everyone your Instagram so they can go follow you on there? 
Yeah, hi. Um, so Ryan Reeves, um, and y'all could follow me on Instagram at r.m.reeves. That is r.m.reeves. Um, so r.m.reeves. All right, you heard it there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is there anywhere they can find some content of yours that they're looking for? You got an e-portfolio or anything like that? Um, not at this point in time, but you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll definitely get the you know the know when that happens. All right, great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Riled Up. Again, we're riled up to bring you the hottest Washington football team topics with a twist. You can follow me on Instagram at TTALegend, that's T-T-A-L-E-G-E-N-D. On Twitter at Tiffany Hoy, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, like the company, H-O-Y-D. Alana, where can they check you out? You can follow me at Alana Bearfield, A-L-L-A-N-A-B-A-R-E-F-I-E-L-D. Also, don't forget to follow us, uh, Riled Up uh, page on Instagram, Riled Up Washington. That is the username. So please stay tuned for all the updates on there. Yes, and we go live post-show. So check us out. Ladies and gentlemen, remember to stay riled up. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you for doing this, honestly. Yes, um, <laughs> and on your New Year's Eve. Yes, happy holidays. Yeah, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. All right, well, I'll go let you uh, do whatever you were doing for the day. I'm going to catch a little bit of sleep um, okay. before I have to start cooking gumbo. You're not going to sleep. Stop the recording. Okay. Um, <laughs> I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.